What's up, cool same chicks? This is your girl, Day. Pull yourself together. This is Lauren. <laughs> hey, Kilo Lolo, you know your name today. And I'm Ayana. Lord. And you are tuned in to Saved Girl Secrets. Secrets. I don't Hi, know girl. what's wrong with them. How y'all doing, ladies? They are. Pull yourselves together. Ladies. Mm. Okay, so I have a I have a secret story today. What's your secret, secret girl? Story? Okay. And this is hard for me, but this is what we do, right? Yes. <laughs> Transparency. Transformation. Transformation. You can't Lord, transform if you're not willing to be honest. Transform, mm-hmm. Jesus. We gotta be honest, right? Yes. We yes. gotta be honest. Can't go anywhere from a lie. Nope. You can't. Okay. Do another one. You can't go up, but you can go somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't go to another line. Now. Right, you can go, go in the circle. Line. 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 You just can't go up. Okay. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so my story, secret story. Um, all right, so I don't know how many people know this, but in college, I did not go to church at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and like at all at all? Like at all. Ooh. Like, I don't think the whole four years I stepped foot into a church. Um. And so, graduated from college, went back home, ended up um, breaking up with a guy that I had been with all through college and the year after college, and started dating a guy that I had known since I was 16, and um, ended up letting him move in with me, and... Wait. (laughs) Dang. (laughs) No, I'm just, you know. What? Go ahead. No, Maybe no, I'm no, going to get no, the details no, no. a little ask, later. Go ahead. Ask your question because I ain't going to go into detail. I wasn't going to go into details. Well, I need the details. You can't just, you know, let him move no. in with you. Y'all dating. You know, so what happened? Like, what? What? You move how the Lord wants you. Right? <laughs> Don't what is your question, Nisa? My question. You letting this man move in with you? Okay, so. How did that happen? Okay, there, so backstory. Thank you, Ayana. Backstory. Yeah. So, um. There was, oh my God, where do I start this story? So my godfather, shout out to Richard Johnson, has a wing house. It's called the Wing House in Marlow Heights, back home in the DMV. We coming. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Wings is off the chain. He from Buffalo. Make his sauces from scratch. They're so good. Um, started working there when I was 12. There was a guy who used to frequent that space. Um, he was from around that particular um what is it? Housing situation? That community. Mm-hmm. Okay. So projects. <laughs> Lord, <laughs> hey, somebody to oh, say. Right. <laughs> Make it plain. He's from a neighborhood. It was the hood. That was his neighborhood. It was the neighborhood. Okay. Oh gosh. Um, and so he was from around that particular space, and I think when I was maybe like sixteen, he had got like locked up or something like that. Mm. But we were. <laughs> Jailbird. <laughs> oh my gosh. Something is wrong. Well, both of them. With all of them. I'm y'all. sorry, guys. Y'all yeah, know I'm from Duval. <laughs> Duval. <laughs> oh my God. These are my classmates. Oh my okay, goodness. So I'm yeah. trying to tell my He got himself in a situation. He had been locked up before, and um, but we we had become really good friends, even though we may have been like five or six years apart. Mm-hmm. Meaning. No, go ahead. Meaning he was older than me. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, while he was he was incarcerated, and I don't think it was that long, like, he would call the store, we would talk. Like, we became really, really, really good friends. He would call collect. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. They're so disrespectful. <laughs> the man needed somebody to talk to. So he called the wing spot. To be, to be fair, to be fair, he would, cutting up. He would call... I think a particular person. Okay. Oh 
Oh my God. Y'all get on my nerves. Okay, so in the neighborhood, the spot where I worked, it was right. like a hangout spot. So it was like a food spot. You could play pool in there. It was a liquor store okay. in the back. You could buy lottery tickets across okay. from where the Anything food was that sold. You could want. Anything that you could want. This was the neighborhood. It was a hood. It was a hood spot. Um, the people from the neighborhood hung around out front and inside. Okay. And so his friends, people that he ran with or whatever back then, if he called one of their phones, they would pass the phone around. He would speak to everybody that was in there. Okay. Oh, okay. So I just so happened to be one of the people that he would speak to oh, when he would call somebody okay. that was in there. They were there. Um, long story short, the purpose of telling that is that it's somebody who I had known for a long time. Mm-hmm. We became really good friends. When I went to college, got into my first serious relationship, you know, my first, you know, person I'd, you know, been involved with intimately, all of those things. Oh, that was him? That was, no, this, I'm saying when I was in college. Okay, okay, th- okay. The person that I dated. And then we were together the year after college and we ended up breaking up. Mm-hmm. Um, which I took really hard. At that point, I was back home in the DMV, and I linked up with people who I used to hang out with back when I lived at home, so people okay. from around that particular neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And so we would go out, we would go clubbing, we would get tables, they would buy bottles, bottles. that type of thing, and me and him ended up in a situation where we slept together, mm-hmm. so to speak. And he was like, hey, like, I want to be in a relationship. And it was like, ooh, I can't be in a relationship with you. Like, you've never gone to school. You out here running the streets. Like, I don't date men like you. Okay. Essentially. Um, How did he do that? Uh, I think a, oh. a part. You said all that to him? I did. Okay. I yeah, think it was friends for real. We were friends. We okay. were friends, friends. I think a part of him felt like. You're right. Like, I watched you go off to college. Mm. You're working basically a corporate job. I could understand why you would say you can't be with a person like me, mm-hmm. quote unquote. Um, and so, lo and behold, Y'all was together. he got a regular job. Oh, he elevated. He started going to the Art Institute. Okay. He decided that he didn't want to live in the neighborhood no more. And he asked, you know, he was like, well, let's, you know, let's move in. Let's do this. Let's do that. And I was like, all right, cool. So he moved in with me. We got an apartment. Gotcha. Okay. And so that's how we ended up together. Because Mm -hmm. it literally was like, this man had changed his whole life for you. How are you going to not be with him? Gotcha. So we ended up being in a relationship. So we were in a relationship um, for a little while. I don't remember how long. And because I was back home, I had gotten back into church. Mm -hmm. Because, like I said, you know, through college and then the year after I was out of college, I wasn't really in church at all. Mm-hmm. Um, started going back to church, started dancing because I loved dance. Shout out to Mama Rhonda. And you got to clarify. Wait, dance, say praise dance ministry. <laughs> praise oh, dance ministry. You know we, know we live in Atlanta. So. Yeah. I oh, started dancing. <laughs> oh, snap. Praise dance Praise dance. Praise dance. Because this is sounding like a story from hell. <laughs> <laughs> They have no sense, guys. Oh, my goodness. I'm sorry. Oh, Lord. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so I started dancing with the dance ministry at my church. Amen. It was something I did from the time I was, like, five or six. Um, My instructor, her name was Miss Sharon. She passed on. God rest her soul. Um, And so I don't even remember 
how I started going back. I don't even remember literally going to services. I remember starting to go back by going to dance rehearsal Mm. at the church. And it literally started doing something to me. Like, I think when we talk about, you know, when you got saved for real, like the moment when you got saved for real. And I feel like for me, that was like that year and a half when I came back from college, Mm -hmm. so to speak. And um, it was like things became different. And I remember going home one day and I was like, hey, I don't want to have sex anymore. Okay. And you living with him. You guys were having sex regularly. Just so I can confirm, or what was what I'm was gonna, the nature? I'm gonna be super honest, and I hope my mama don't kill me because she probably will listen to these podcasts. But it is safe girl secrets. It is safe girl secrets. I, and I'm being honest because I want to help somebody. Whoever's right. listening, I want to help you. Right. Um, we were not having sex regularly. For me, sex was always something that I did for the other person. Okay. It wasn't something that you I enjoyed. enjoyed. It was something that I felt like if I don't do this for you, you're going to leave me. Wow. And so I appreciate that honestly. Yeah. yeah. Like on. I appreciate that. And come so on. I felt like if you're not getting it from me, you're gonna get it from somewhere. And I don't want you to leave me because mm-hmm. I'm not giving you something that you need. Right. So okay. to speak. And so I remember coming home saying, you know, like I'm not having sex anymore. You know, I've really dedicated my life to God, blah, 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 blah. He ended up getting baptized, lo and behold. So he did end up accepting Jesus Christ as a Savior. So I think that was one good thing that came out of the situation. Um, and that was my start to abstinence after losing my virginity. Because I feel like once you lose your virginity, you lose it. And then you get onto a path of saying, oh, I'm going to abstain from sex. Right. And so this is true. That was the beginning of my vow of abstinence like Mm -hmm. oh I'm gonna abstain from sex until I get married Mm -hmm. and I did that for I don't remember what year that was but I did that for I believe five years Mm -hmm. and were y'all still together during this process oh no we ended up breaking up okay we and I'm sorry I know this story is getting a little lengthy no no it's fine (laughs) listen Um, ministry so but we literally we were living together, and I remember I had an event down in Miami because at the time I was, like, doing events and tours nationally. And I remember being in Miami, and I was with a group of friends, so they can attest to this. And I was calling him. I couldn't find him. Mm-hmm. And I thought something had happened to him. I didn't know what was going on. And I remember um, calling his cousins and just different things. And then somebody called me, and they were like, hey, such and such is locked up. Wow. And I was like, what? Wow. And they were like, yeah, you know, this, that, and the third happened. And it threw me for a loop because it was kind of like, I thought that you was done with. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. whatever you were supposed to be done with. I thought we was going to church every Sunday. Mm -hmm. I thought we were good. So we were on that path where we were, you know, doing good, or at least so I thought. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I ended up getting back. He ended up getting out. And we ended up breaking up. And I remember us breaking up. And I was like, you need to leave. You need to get out. And he wouldn't leave. I remember him saying, well, what am I supposed to do with this ring? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know what you're supposed to do. But this is not going to work. So we ended up breaking up, mm-hmm. long story short. Gotcha. Um, and so I started my path or my, my, my what is Abstinence it? Abstinence journey. Abstinence mm-hmm. journey. Um, was on that journey for five years. And then I um, met another guy. That quick? It was five she said years. Five, five years. years. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Cool. Let yeah, me pay one attention. person, baby. Don't be listening. <laughs> Let me pay attention. She so ain't listening to me at all today either, so I'll take this pretty hard. Oh, she I'm said surprised. that quick. Five years, girl. That ain't that quick. That was, I mean. I guess it's not quick. And I mean, within that 
five years, I'd gotten engaged <laughs> to a man who I never slept with. Mm-hmm. But wait, wait. Um, but in five years to get engaged is kind of quick, I think. What? I no. Think so. Wait. Wait, what? Five so, years? Yeah, because you got a date, right? <laughs> like, how long did y'all date So, you, you basically said you're not getting married until you're 30 years old. I can get married tomorrow if I meet him. But you ain't been with five years. So, what is you saying? Didn't, okay, one podcast, I also say your gift will make room for you. Oh, my gosh. Shardae, can you please <laughs> continue, Shardae? Oh I mean, gosh. and I think we've talked about it on another podcast, but we did. the we guy did. I got engaged to, we only dated for five months before yeah. we got engaged. Oh, true, yeah. true, 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 true. So, okay. I'm saying in that five-year interim, I got engaged. I got engaged. I got, engaged. I got unengaged. Yeah. And then I met somebody mm-hmm. um, who was an old friend from high school. And we started dating. Things progressed very quickly. And I remember um, I broke my vow of abstinence. Mm-hmm. And what was that like when you... When, like going all those years. And then, fit, and then, like you said, feeling like you broke a vow. What was that like? I think oh. the... What? It probably felt like a relief. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just joking. No, she's not. <laughs> I am. Um, I think I was. I was frustrated with myself because mentally and spiritually, I was in a different place. Mm-hmm. Did so, you feel like you did it? Like how you said for that person? Did you mm-hmm. feel like you did it more for that person versus yourself? Mm, partially. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like it was a moment of, like, weakness and vulnerability. And a lot of things were happening in that moment. Mm -hmm. And so it was kind of like, it was very quick. Mm -hmm. And... Shut. Break me up. Oh, my God. I'm trying to be... These are the conversations we really have too, by we the do. way. So, we do, you know, yeah. thank y'all for yeah, watching us. Thank you for you being know. privy to a closed door conversation. But um, afterwards, I cried. Like I remember. Yeah, I rem- you, you sure you weren't crying? <laughs> <laughs> no, I cried because I felt bad. It was like, dang. I, I definitely can relate. So I understand. Yeah, I was like, dang. And um, after that. I was in a space where we ended up breaking up, and it was like I was back on my my abstinence journey. But I wanted to bring it up because I feel like a lot of Christian women go through seasons where they say that they're going to abstain, they meet someone, they fall in love, they believe this is the person that they're going to be with, they end up sleeping with that person. The relationship doesn't work out or it doesn't end in marriage, and then they're, they're starting back at square one and they feel like what's the point they either feel like what's the point or they feel like they felt god they feel like um where do i go from here and i want to address it because i feel like it's something that we don't talk about enough people tell you hey don't have sex right you know what i mean and it's like but what if i do but what if i did what does the path to not having sex again look like what does it look like to start over and continue to commit to that on a regular basis and so that's what I wanted to talk about and I wanted to share my story because I think that people need to know that it's not just you you don't have to hide from it you don't have to act like it hasn't happened and it's important to address it because you can't get back on the path to abstaining until you admit that you failed at abstaining. I agree. So I think that was the first thing for me was recognizing why it happened. And then also recognizing that it's important to be in a relationship with somebody who has the same goals and the same 
I, I feel like saying aspirations, but I feel like that ain't even the right word. But somebody who has the same intention that yeah. you do. Mm-hmm. So, first of all, I want to say shout out to you, yeah, for being yeah. so transparent, you know, and Definitely. sharing your story because um, even some of your castmates are not at that level yet. <laughs> so I think no, I really do think it's dope that you know you're you're being that transparent and you're laying it all out there for yeah. people to get healing and I pray that that's something that they're actually receiving from the, the words mm-hmm. that you're saying that right. it's not about tea but it's about actually transforming and what what we say truth transformation and truth transparency transparency, transparency, transparency transformation, yeah. transformation right there you go yeah i mean i'm i i think i'm at a point in my life where i'm not ashamed i have dated a street pharmacist I have dated Adley. Now explain that. What is a street? You know, <laughs> you from Duval. You know you what a street? I'm from the suburbs, actually. Yes, <laughs> she was crazy in a heartbeat about that. I have dated a pastor. I have dated. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And by dating, I don't mean slept with. I mean like I've been yeah. dating or in a relationship, relationship with 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 so with you know such a broad spectrum that I have an understanding and I can identify with different women. Like I get it. Right. Mm-hmm. I think, um, first, again, shout out to you for being transparent and being so open uh, because it's really not easy. And I think sometimes when you get to a certain space, you kind of either, not that you're ashamed of something that you've done, but you're grateful for how far you've come. You kind of like, I don't even want to, we, okay, thank you. Right, thank you for exactly. gracing me and you bring me out of that. I'm going to keep it moving. Mm-hmm. But I too have been in your situation. You know, I literally was somebody who vowed, you know, I was going to keep my virginity until marriage and lose it until my early 20s. I was absent for like two or three years. And then I did, you know, have sex with someone and I cared about them. I'm not going to say, and I know this is going to sound real strong, but for me, I don't think I've ever had physical sex with anybody that I just was in love with, like madly in love with. I had, there was somebody I cared about, but either way, my intent wasn't, you know, I'm going to do this because I want to keep them or I'm in love with them. I think my thing was the first time was like not a good experience for me. And every time really wasn't a good experience until I had a conversation. I, I mentioned this prior to where my mother really had a conversation with me and she was like, you know, this is not something I want you doing, but you are a grown woman and it's, just, it's something that you are going to do. You should understand that you too should, you know, experience pleasure out of this situation. And that's when the light went off for me. You know, like it's not about them. It is about, about me too. It's about you. And, yeah. it, and it sounds so crazy. But once I got the revelation that it is about me too, that's when it also clicked for me, you know, about how much God cares for us. So whenever he says it, it is in his protection because, you know, one, I think we have to acknowledge that our bodies are designed to want sex, period. Doesn't yeah. matter if you're, you know what I mean? Doesn't matter if you're in church, you're, you, that's what you feel. That's how he designed our bodies. So I think we're already struggling with, you know, trying to suppress a natural desire and mm-hmm. you're not really, we don't discuss about how you deal with it mm-hmm. we just say don't have sex until you're married you know we don't say you know what sex is amazing it is pleasurable it is something that god really wants you to enjoy because that is absolute fact as they says that's bible but you know what i mean we don't have those conversations so i think i think it's a hot button i think it's a hot button issue like because you said instead of people being honest that it's pleasurable it's enjoying and stuff like that they say don't have sex so I feel like a lot of times when people say don't do this, that's when people are like, Absolutely. well, I just want to do it for my, that was me. That was my point. I just want to have a little bit of sex. My point was when I did it, I, I was very, I did it for me. And then I was like, well, this really don't feel like I thought it should feel. Mm-hmm. Nope. I'm good. And then it was like, well, maybe I'll try it with you. Nope. This ain't it. You know, every time, but to your point, you know, even being absent for a while and then having sex, you do feel that, 
like, oh, I felt like I let God down. That's yeah. how I felt. I felt condemned. I felt, and nobody, I wasn't telling them. I wasn't out here like, I'm buzzing it up. You know Y'all ever I mean? heard that J. Cole song? Yes. Let Nas down? Yes. That's how I felt. Mm. Shout out to J. Cole. Yes. <laughs> but um, I think that having these conversations kind of opened the door for what it's really like being a young adult woman a christian woman who is attractive or who does does have these desires so i have a question for you ayana mm-hmm. what was it like for you you know what i mean because you did not have sex until you were married mm-hmm. what was that process were you ever in situations where you were like okay you know what i'm ready right now um i did but i think it was more of uh me not necessarily having someone to do it with. <laughs> like, I feel like God strategic. He was strategic with me because the times where I was like, man, you know what? Bump this. Bump waiting. Right. I wasn't in relationships. Like, I wasn't in a relationship. So you ain't had nobody to do it with. <laughs> that ain't funny. <laughs> it's so silly. No, it ain't funny. And it's, but it's a good thing. It's a good thing. I feel like, um, I don't know. I feel like God was real st- strategic with me in particular. I don't know why. I guess my story is for a reason. I mean, I, I appreciate waiting. I don't I don't have an issue with waiting. Um, but I know it's man, it just it just worked out. Like it just, you know, I think certain things just work out. Like I wasn't really I didn't date a lot of people. Mm. Um, I did entertain some people. Right. But the relation some relationships didn't go to that point. Of like we together all the time. I'm at his house, such right. and such, like all of that. The only time like we were together all the time, it, it I married that person, you know. Mm. But we all both knew, and like he knew that I was a virgin, like from jump, and he didn't have a lot of sexual partners either. So, um, so he like he knew going in. He go, he knew going in, and you went in together. Yeah, that's kind of like you we, said. We, yeah, having yeah. that. Yeah, we went in together. So, like, he understood and he knew and he respected my choice. He respected my decision. So, it wasn't like, you know, I I, I married a sweetheart, too. Like, honestly, he's not the type of person where he's like, man, like, in the back of his head, he's, like, plotting, you know? So, I just feel like, I don't know. I just, I feel like God was just kind of strategic or, and I just... Like I said, I didn't have a lot of people that I dated right. or that I felt like, oh, man, I think he can get it. I want to clarify, I want to clarify something real quick because it, it literally, I'm going to retract my statement early when I said I hadn't been with somebody that I cared about and that I love. I retract that because there was one person, but that was the the toughest to get out of. Like mm. that attachment and that soul tie, there was one. Mm. There was one person. And that that whole process of you know soul ties are real yeah and, and i think just, that's what i was nervous about too like it, i i it's just being bound to somebody that's that yeah. bound to forever no yeah. seriously like that whole process of yeah that that was yeah. a that was like a hurtful process also <laughs> you know to to deal with and getting over it and all that good stuff yeah and i feel sorry go ahead, i was gonna say i feel like in my lifetime a lot of times I could walk away from people so easily, mm, especially when me. it comes to relationships that's because we were not sexually involved mm-hmm. or we were not intimately involved. And it's mm-hmm. like if I found out, 
you know, you were dating somebody or you were doing this or you were doing that. It was like, well, you ain't getting nothing from me, so I don't really right. care. Gotcha. You know, versus, you know, being in a relationship with somebody. Like, I think about my college relationship where I literally, like, drove to Philly in a snowstorm because I was like, oh, nah, like. Mm. Did you say in a snowstorm? In a snowstorm to knock on a door. Mm. Like, having sex makes you do things like that. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. You're right. And I was always such a thug, though. I was like, I ain't doing all that. Like, I don't know. So I guess that's why. And then, oh, I lived a lot of my teenage and young adult life through other people. Mm-hmm. So the high school that I went to, my high school best friend and the people that I were around, I saw the relationships that they were in. Right. And I was like, I'm not doing all that. Yeah. Like, my high school best friend... I love her, and if you're watching this right now, I love you, and it's nothing against you. But that high school relationship she was in was just horrible. I like, I felt for her every day. I'm like, why are you doing this to yourself? You shouldn't be crying over this, this guy. We know, right? Nickelodeon. Yeah, you shouldn't be crying <laughs> over him and doing all that. And I'm like, he ain't nobody. Like, so I saw all those things, and I think it's the you know, I know a lot of people don't believe in horoscopes or anything, and I don't follow it, but I feel like it's the Scorpio in me, like, go against the grain, like, I ain't doing that, you know, like, thug in me that it's like, I was just never like, listen, I, I can't do that. Like, it just, oh, all that just rose up, like, no. Like, I'm not, <laughs> oh, my God. I'm not, like, I'm not doing it. No, oh I ain't my doing all that. So, well. For those out you, for those out you, for those out there mm-hmm. that did, that mm-hmm. did, didn't rise up for them. Yeah, I mean, and that's fine. Like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not gonna tell y'all what came to mind. <laughs> <laughs> it rose up for them. <laughs> it rose up for them. That's fine. It like, rose up for them. And the thing is, like, Hold through up. everything, through everything, uh, it definitely wasn't like I'm not judging nobody. It's no, never no, a judgment. No, no, so, no. And I mean, it was just with me, like, I just, I don't know. I'm different. Life yeah. is different. And I mean, the, the funny thing is, and I'm going to throw this out there, and I say, God, we're all the same. Mm-hmm. We are all equal. Yeah, right. When God looks at all of us, he loves us the same. Exactly. Whether you were abstaining and you fell off, whether you got married and you were a virgin, mm-hmm. whether you were out here doing whatever, like God loves us exactly. all yep. the same. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think something that you said uh, earlier, you were saying something about uh, for the girls who may have had sex before marriage and how do you start over? I think you look at it in a way where it's you're not starting over. It's like you literally have to kind of start from the place that you are because you're no longer mm-hmm. at that place where you once was. Mm-hmm. So now you have to kind of reposition the way you're thinking about life and sex and relationships because it's not it's not going to come as easy as like Ayana if you're hanging out with a dude that you feeling and he looking good and y'all looking good and ain't nobody there. Yeah. You and know, I mean, like, it's. I don't think it's a start over thing. I think you no. literally have to start from the place you where you... You have to admit that's yeah, good. that yeah. there's an issue. And I mean, being super transparent, being honest, you have to think about the fact, like Denise said, that you physically, physiologically, there is a certain time if you're a woman of every month that your body is doing everything in its power to get pregnant mm-hmm. because that's what it was created to do. Right. And you have to know that. You have to know that mm-hmm. there's a certain period of time during the month when you don't need to be listening to Bump and Grind. There's a certain <laughs> period of time where you don't need to be spending time at night over somebody's house if you know that that's your issue. Right. There's a certain period of time during the month that you should know, like, 
right now I have to be cognizant and use wisdom about what I'm doing. Exactly. If you're vulnerable, if you're emotional, you need to remove yourself from certain situations if yeah. you really don't want certain things to happen. And I think that for a lot of us, when you are serious about mm-hmm. abstaining, and I think for me, that was the issue. It was that I got lax to a point where I wasn't serious about it. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, it's just a little bit of sex. Oh, it's just... It's just a little bit of sex. Mm-hmm. It's not, I'm not hurting nobody. Right. Me and God, you know, I got grace. Right. He loved me. He, he loved me. He loved me. Yeah. I'm not going to hell. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be all right. But it got to the point where I'm like, I don't hear from God the same. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, when I'm doing this and I'm I'm not as clear yep. on what I'm supposed to be doing and this, that, and the third. And it's kind of like you get to the point where, like Lauren said, you start from where you are and you say, this is what I've done. Okay, I did that. But I want to move forward. And I want to move forward in a way that pleases God mm-hmm. and that I'm proud of. Right. You know what I mean? But yeah. I think I think in order to do that, you kind of have to like do some self-evaluating. Exactly. You know, like I love the fact that you said like you, you evaluated the reasons behind why you had sex. Mm-hmm. You know, like what was your mental state right. behind that? Because I feel like that's when you know you can kind of address it in the future. Mm-hmm. You know, if these same emotions start to happen, it's like, oh, you know, I remember I was in that place when, oh boy, you know. Right. Like, mm-hmm. And I just think, uh, for me, it's just, you know, it's it's, it's a day-to-day thing. Right. Like, that's saying, real. It is, because your is. body is a machine and that don't be working. Okay, like it's supposed <laughs> to. Yep. Right? It's definitely I love, day. too, not to cut you off, I'm no, so sorry, okay. Lauren, but I love how you guys are so transparent because realistically, even if you are and you're listening and you're in a space of, you know, uh, I've done this before, I'm abstinent, and like they said, I'm really trying to walk this out the best way, the way that God intends for me to do this. You literally have the opportunity to talk to him and be like, look, look, this is what I'm going through. You know, this is what my body is doing mm-hmm. and this is what I'm feeling. So even, even cause you know, it's going to happen. That's just realistically, it's going to happen. Just know that you have the option, you know, you can talk to him and he can guide you and grace you. Just like mm-hmm. they said, don't do this. Don't do this. Don't do this. Talk to him about what you don't need to be doing. Cause you may have some triggers that you don't even subconsciously realize are triggers for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, you being vulnerable and just telling him cause he already know it anyway what's going on and let him just lead you through that and make sure your motive's right yeah don't be out here like oh i'm not gonna have sex so that i can have a husband and i can get married yeah because like our friend rebecca said you're gonna be married and miserable yes god is not rewarding those who diligently keep their legs closed he's rewarding those (laughs) that's a shirt I'm serious. He is rewarding those who diligently seek him. Yeah, it has it has nothing to do. One has nothing to do with the other. It so, doesn't. And I mean, you know. I'm not saying that if if you're abstaining or or you're waiting or you're a virgin that that's not a good thing. I'm not saying that. Please don't get my words misconstrued. But what I'm saying is that a a a ring is not a trophy for keeping your legs. Okay, closed. exactly. And your identity should not be embedded in your virginity. Nope. Like you are not right with God because you keep your legs. You are right with him because he died for you on that cross over 2,000 years ago because he loved you, period. Mm -hmm. Period. But also in the same vein, um, you know, speaking to those young ladies who are virgins, like, it's okay. Yeah, it is. Like, it's cool. Like, you're cool. It's not real cool. (laughs) I feel like I have to say that because it's just like, I remember when people found out that I was a virgin, it was like, what? You a virgin? It's weird, though. How? Why? I feel like now people treat it like 
Um, it's a play. Like you're better than somebody yeah. almost. Sometimes. It's like one but extreme. Yeah, some people, especially the in the church. Some people did. Some people did that to me, and I was like. I, it is no way, I don't think I'm better than anybody. That's why, I feel like that's why I actually don't, I didn't, and sometimes I still don't tell people because the minute I say I got married as, I, when I, I was a virgin when I got married, I feel like people judge me in a certain aspect. Like I'm, I'm think I'm thinking I'm better than them. And I'm like, no, I don't think I'm better. I just didn't, I just didn't have sex really. Cause like I told y'all before. I was not living the perfect Christian life. Because it's a lot of know? virgins who ain't virgins in all uh Oh, come on Ephesus. now. Oh, y'all want to go there? <laughs> we I'm, can't no. go. That wasn't that <laughs> no, wasn't I don't. necessarily. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. That, that wasn't necessarily my case. But like I told y'all, I, I wasn't like living the lifestyle of a Christian. I had the potty mouth. I was just doing whatever. I didn't have a relationship with God. I was just living. I was just there. Mm, like, I didn't good. have a personal relationship with God. I was just there, and I was just like, oh, I'm a virgin. Oh, well, you know? Like, whatever happens, happens. And right. I, you know, then I did develop an even better relationship with God. And then after that, that's when I met my future husband. So it just kind of worked out that way. But I don't want people to think, oh, she thinks she better, or any virgins out there who are getting that pressure of, oh, you think you better than me, blah, blah, blah. Because people are always going to put their judgment yeah, or bias or whatever. Yes. I remember when I didn't have children, like I didn't have a child. Oh, you don't have kids at that age? Why not? Right. And I'm like, listen, hold on. Like, don't judge me like that. Like, first of all, you don't know my story. You don't know how Uh-oh. long it took Y'all me. Y'all see when the hands going. <laughs> you don't know listen. how long it took me to have a child. So I'm like, my thing is like, let's stop putting that pressure on each other too. So like, if you're not a virgin, okay, cool. If you are, Okay, cool. Yeah. Just make sure that your relationship with God is right. right. Make sure that you have a personal relationship with him daily and you walking this thing out with him and not for anybody else but for you. Yeah. Yes. So, that's your motivation. Yeah. Is not in, oh, if I do this, I'm going to get something from God. Exactly. Because it don't work like it that. It don't work like and that. He'll give you the desire. It's like once you surrender and you yield to him, he'll literally start changing, yes. you know, your want-tos and giving you new want-tos, mm-hmm. as our pastor says. Amen. You know, like he'll literally start to change and mold you, and that's really not your job. That's the Holy Spirit to do through you, and you yield to whatever the Holy Spirit telling you to do. It ain't all on you. Like like Ayanna said, take the pressure off and be vulnerable, be honest, be real with yourself and stop lying because mm-hmm. self-deception is real. Exactly. And just let the Holy Spirit do what he needs to do. Mm-hmm. So on that note, I think we're going to take a little commercial break and we'll be back with the word. Cool, babe. Save Girl Secrets is brought to you by Feed Her. Head over to www.feedher.co for more information. word today i do i do have a word for today so today's word wait this is not the right word right here (laughs) see that's when you know it ain't the right word that's when you You gotta have the right the right the right word the right word today's word comes from proverbs proverbs 24 and 16 and it reads No matter how often honest people fall, they always get up again. But disaster destroys the wicked. Mm. Anybody got a better scripture? Or y'all like my scripture? I like your scripture. I like it. I think you want to break it down. Yeah, I think the the reason why I read that scripture is because 
when you think about an honest person, and when we say honest, we mean honest with God, mm-hmm. meaning that when you fall down, you're honest with God. You're honest about what happened. You're honest about with yourself about why it happened. You And I mean, that doesn't mean you have to go telling everybody your business and all of those things. But when you and God are having a conversation and you're honest, you're vulnerable, you're transparent with him, it says that those type of people get up again. Those are the type of people where you're going to fall and I'm going to help you get up. You're going to be okay. You're going to be fine. But disaster destroys the wicked, meaning that a person who is falling or is doing something to be evil or malicious or whatever, that those type of people, there's disaster waiting there, that there's more you know, destruction or, or things that are coming behind that one thing that has happened. And so I really just want to encourage women who have been there or who are there right now where you made a promise or a commitment to God, not a self-serving one, not one that's out of the wrong motivations, but because you love God Mm -hmm. and because you want to be in right relationship and you made a mistake. I want you to know that it's okay to fall down Mm -hmm. and that God loves you and he will pick you back up, Mm -hmm. that he's not seeking to hurt you or destroy you just because you've made a mistake. So, you got one too? No, go ahead. Um, okay. um, I wanted to share because it is literally one of my favorite scriptures. Because um, it literally falls along with how you ended it, which is Philippians chapter 1, verse 6, where it just says, Being confident in this very thing that he which hath begun a good work in you will continue to perform in that good work until the day that Jesus Christ returns. So, realistically, you're in a, you're always in a constant state of being worked on. You know, if you have had sex and you're like, oh, my God, I've had sex. Oh, my God, the world is I've messed up with God. Like he's going to continue to do a good work in you. You're never going to get to this point where you arrive and you're a perfect patty and then all is right with the world. Even if we take sex off the table, because this is a little bit of sex. So we are talking about sex. Right. But you could put gossiping in there. You could put lying lying in there. And that to my point is one does not weigh outweigh the other. other. We kind of do that because we're like, oh, this is heavy. This is like 20 pounds. It's like two. Like this is this a hundred cent right here. Exactly. I will say though, with some of the actions that you do, I know we were saying that, you know, sin is sin pretty much. That's what we were saying. But I, I do believe that with some actions that you take, it comes with a lot of uh, more in-depth spiritual attacks than the other. No, I, I agree. And so no, I think some yeah. physical. Yeah. Some physical, so true. Journey, and, some, right. and some some mental, consequences. Some, yeah. Right, exactly. So be mindful of that too. Like even though we're saying yes, sin is sin, understand that some sin that you do do, it, 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 it come with the package with it, you know. And we're not saying it's okay to sin. It's not. Please. Yeah, no, no, no. We're in the grace. People yeah. think it's a license to sin. We do not believe that grace is a license to sin. Nope. And, and Paul said, you know. What he said, girl? He said that 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 sin may more about. Oh. God forbid. That's okay. what he said. God forbid. Okay. That's not so, what I'm talking about. I'm sorry. That, that grace, grace may more about. Yeah. He said, God forbid. <laughs> not sin. That grace may more about. Right. You don't God sin forbid. more so you yeah, can get no, more grace. Exactly. That is not what exactly. he was That's about. what he's saying. Yeah. So, you know, there you go. So how are we gonna hash this thing out? I'm gonna let Sade do it. You know, Sade be ready to drop she got bars. The I didn't spill enough of my business for today. I'm empty. She, her bar is but sex is a mess. <laughs> <laughs> sex is not a mess. I'm just kidding. Sex is not a mess. You wanna know what's interesting? I heard I don't remember which pastor it was. I wanna say it might have been Stephen Fursick, but I can't remember exactly. But there was a pastor who was talking about sex and he said, Sex is like fire. Hmm. 
and he said, "Listen, something is wrong with you." Yo, Lauren, got no He said that he said fire can be used when contained to warm a house. It can be used to cook food. It can be used to mold steel. It can be used for so many things when contained the proper way. And he said, but when uncontained, sex, ooh, not fire. sex. Fire. 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 Um, it, can, it can burn down a forest. Mm-hmm. It can burn down a home. It can destroy every single thing that's in its path. And he said, that's what sex is like. He said, when contained in the confines of marriage, which is the way that God created it, it is something that can keep a house warm. It is something that can nourish you, that can feed your marriage, something that can sustain you the same way, you know, a fire would. He said, but when not contained, it can destroy your life. Yeah, that's good. And he said, that is how we should teach about sex, that it's not sex that. that is a bad thing. It's whether you have it contained the way that God has designed it to be contained or whether it's out in your life and it's running rampant and it's destroying things. Like you said, Lauren, you know, where it's like God is not disowning you because you're doing something. But every sin has consequences Mm -hmm. in the real world. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Aside, you know, from a God who loves you, it's almost like God is saying, you sinning has nothing to do with how I'm going to treat you from here on out, but on earth, because I have given the power over to you. The consequences that come from the decisions that you make, I'm going to do my best to protect you from them. But if you out here lying and the word of God says, speak those things that be not as though they were and it shall come to pass. And I put the power of life and death in your tongue and you're using that power to lie, to sow seeds of things that you don't want to see growing. The consequences of your lies coming to life is your fault. Mm. And I know how bad that sounds. But it's the truth. It is the truth. truth. It is a consequence. You seeing what you said is a consequence when you're not saying the thing that you actually want to see. Exactly. And in every area of sin, it's the same. There are consequences to your actions. And that consequence is not God disowning you. It's you having a harder life here on earth where God desired for you to to live and breathe and operate in favor and anointing and grace. Mm -hmm. So what's the hash it out? Oh, child. She just... <laughs> where, can I... Collection plate? Collection plate. What's Y'all your collection plate? Okay, Um, Because you dropped the whole word. Sex is fire. <laughs> sex is fire. <laughs> sex is fire. <laughs> I like <good>. that. <laughs> hashtag <laughs> sex, sex is fire. <laughs> Drop your picture. Hashtag it. Sex is fire. We would love to repost it, share it, all of those things. Um, And, and like we said, we just want to encourage you. If you didn't have a little bit of sex, um, we want you to get back up again. We want you to commit yep. yeah. to abstaining, commit to the thing that you set out to do with God and and do it together this time. Walk it out together this time. Mm-hmm. Anybody got a woman currently winning? I, I got one. Well, I, I mean, I don't know how current it is, but I think she's winning because I thought of her song as you guys were talking. Um, Did you keep fire? No. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah, let me not say that. No. <laughs> No, this person, her name is uh, 
Lisa McClendon. I don't know if you all have heard of her. I feel mm-hmm. like that name sounds yeah. familiar. She's like a neo soul uh, gospel artist. Check her out. But she uh, she has this one song, and it came out like when I was in middle school, so it's been a long time ago. Jesus. But it's called If You Fall. And like I love it um, because, of course, everybody always, when they think about falling, they think about Donnie Mary Clark and get back but we get up huh oh yeah <laughs> but she has a song and it's it's pretty dope it, and um i'm just gonna sing a little bit it's like if you fall don't stay down gotta get up again i was like okay girl I, you know so when y'all was saying that her i just start hearing her song play in my head and so i want y'all to check out her music it's encouraging it definitely has a different vibe it's not your typical gospel music um and i love her because she be rocking her afro and y'all know i be rocking my afro too so uh she's just a dope artist i think she's a woman currently winning that's for me. Awesome. awesome. So where can they reach us, y'all? Because y'all know we love stories. So where, yes. where can they yes. get this if, information? This is for me. This is personal for me. If if this is your story, I would love to get a secret letter from you. If this is something that you've struggled with, that you're struggling with, I want you to send us a secret letter to savedgirlsecrets at gmail.com because I want to pray for you. I want to stand in agreement with you that if that is a journey that you are on and that you want to continue on, I want to do it with you, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. unless I'm married by the time you hear this. Then, then I'm, I'll do it with you. I'm probably not going to be doing it. Child, I might send a little. <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay, right Lauren. Same girl. <laughs> and that's okay. It's, it's okay. Yeah, you, for every time you fall down, there's an opportunity for you to get up. Yep. And God is going to be standing there. The word says that he will never leave you nor forsake you, that he's with you even until the ends of the earth. And so he's not he's not giving up on you. So send us a secret letter. Check us out on Instagram at Saved Girl Secrets, on Twitter at Saved Girl Secrets, on Facebook, Saved Girl Secrets. Um, we love you. Good God bless you. Oh, SaveGirlSecrets.com. Oh, yeah. SaveGirlSecrets.com. Check and, us out. And check comment. Us. Tell us what you think. Yes. Comment. Tell us what you think. And if you're listening to this, but you're not watching us, be sure to check us out on YouTube. YouTube. YouTube.com backslash Who Save Chicks TV. We love you and what y'all got to say? Good night. That's all. <laughs> Bye. 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 Love y'all. Love and peace, y'all. Love and peace. And so. And so. <laughs>